0: You were talking about dinner, Miss Elliot. Tomorrow night?
1: Well, I... Yes, I think tomorrow night would be fine. You'll have to call for me here, though, Mr. Curtis. I'll be working late.
0: Well, that's okay. That's fine. I'm glad you can make it. Well, goodbye
2: again. Uh,
0: Goodbye, Mr. Nesbitt.
2: Bye. Just wait till we're married, darling. You'll be able to forget all about staff meetings and movie actors and deadlines and everything. Except me, I hope.
1: Kendall. You're the sweetest man that ever lived. Just try to put up with me a little longer. Please, just a little longer.
3: Well, we continue with act two of lady in the dark here's your hollywood reporter libby collins
4: ken a hilarious comedy making movie news this week it's 20th century fox's delightful picture taxi starring dan daly and constance smith the beauty fox discovered in shannon ireland Well,
3: that's perfect casting libby in the picture constance plays an irish beauty
4: yes she's a colleen who comes to new york on a 24-hour pass to track down a runaway husband With just $5 in her purse, she hires the cab of Dan Daly, New York's grouchiest taxi driver.
3: Dan helps Constance first to collect the staggering fare she runs up. Then to post bond for her, even mortgages his cab.
4: Only to discover that Constance's husband has run off for good. But taxi ends on a merry note. Instead of his money, Dan gets the beautiful Colleen.
3: Beautiful is right. Just looking at Constance Smith, you see why there's so many songs about Irish beauties.
4: Well, Ken, Constance's lovely complexion has a Hollywood touch. Its sparkle speaks of daily Lux soap facials. Well, that
3: Lux lovely look goes with being a star, Libby. It's no wonder nine out of ten screen beauties use Lux. Lux facials leave skin so delightfully soft and fresh. And girls, you'll see Lux Care working the same beauty magic on your skin. Yes, daily Lux Care has a gentle toning action that's so effective, Lever Brothers Company guarantees you'll have a smoother skin with just one cake of Lux.
4: Lux facials are easy, but quick to work their magic. You cream in the rich lather, rinse warm, splash cold, and there you are with lovelier skin from your first Luxe Facial.
3: These simple Lux facials improve any normal skin, your own skin. So girls, try Lux Toilet Soap. Give your complexion the luxe lovely look of Hollywood stars. Now our producer, Mr. Cummings.
5: Act two of Lady in the Dock, starring Judy Garland as Liza and John Lund as Charlie Johnson. The sudden news that Kendall Nesbitt soon would be free to marry her leaves Liza in a complete state of jitters. She struggled through a miserable night, and now she's back in Dr. Brooks' office, telling the psychoanalyst all about it.
6: So, you have had another dream, Miss Elliot.
1: Well, it was grotesque, fantastic, but so terribly real. The people, the singing, the, the, the wedding procession.
6: Oh, I see. Uh, the wedding
1: I... I dreamed it was my wedding. Dozens of men were crowding all around me, laughing, dancing, flirting men.
6: Again, the center of attraction, the beautiful, glamorous woman.
1: Well, presently, all the men vanished but one. He put his arms around me. He made love to me. It was Randy Curtis.
6: You resented his lovemaking?
1: No. No, I didn't, not at all. Then suddenly, I, I found myself in front of an altar... In back of it, grinning at me, was one of the men from the magazine, an especially annoying person called Johnson. He seemed to be a judge or a minister. I looked around for Ranny, but he was gone. Another man was standing there, stretching out his hand to me. It was Kendall Nesbitt. Oh,
6: yes. Your publisher.
1: Yes. Then the people began chanting. They, they said I wasn't the true Liza Elliott. They demanded I tell the truth. Tell the truth. Well, it was awful. I started to run... They laughed at me, and then, then it all turned misty and blurred, and I woke up, shaking as usual. I, I'm still shaking.
6: You told me that Mr. Nesbitt is getting a divorce. Yes. Had you ever been aware before now that you did not want him to get a divorce?
1: You're very clever, Dr. Brooks. No, I was never aware of that before. But it's true.
6: You mentioned a dinner engagement with Mr. Curtis for tonight.
1: Yes, but I'm going to call it off. Why? Because I haven't the slightest desire to keep it.
6: In your dream, you're ready to marry him, yet now you reject him. It's a rather curious denial. Is it? Also, in your dream, you suddenly see it is not Randy Curtis at your side, but Nesbitt. And immediately, the mocking voices of the people are heard. They taunt you. Your dream becomes a nightmare and you run away. Yes? Miss Elliot... Hasn't your affection for Kendall Nesbitt been based on the fact that he resembles your father? My father? Why, I never even mentioned my father to you. And isn't it true that you've transferred your love for your father to Nesbitt? And as long as he remained married, you were safe. Safe? Safe from what? From having to compete with other women. But the moment you were faced with becoming his wife. Oh, that's horrible. That's not true. But it is. You're afraid to compete with other women. It's clearly indicated in your dreams, at your. But
1: that's all they are—dreams—and your interpretations of them, nothing else.
6: I think you'll find the interpretations fairly accurate.
1: Well, I refuse to go on with this. Thank you, Doctor Brooks. Just send a bill for what I owe you. <laughs>
0: lady, you got a minute, maybe?
1: Can it wait, Johnson?
0: It waited all morning, then it waited all afternoon, and now it's six o'clock. Where have you been? I've been out. Oh. Well, the big store's like my circus idea. Looks like I'll leave your magazine in a blaze of glory.
1: Leave?
0: Oh, now, please, no tears. Just a light kiss on the cheek, perhaps, and a quick goodbye, hmm?
1: Well, you're certainly thin-skinned, aren't you?
0: Me? Because you
1: bawled me out?
0: Oh, no. I just got a better offer.
1: I'll meet that offer. Why?
0: I annoy the life out of you, don't I?
1: That has nothing to do with the way you do your
0: job. Look, it isn't a question of money. I'm getting something I could never get here. Your job. I'm afraid that's what I want.
1: Well, it's nice of you to be so frank.
0: Yeah, I'm ambitious, too. I want to run this magazine. But you married that desk of yours years ago, and you're never going to get a divorce. You have magazines instead of babies.
1: Were you insolent... I'm sick and tired of that incredible sideshow you put on under the guise of the gay young man with the wicked tongue. It doesn't always excuse your being an ill-mannered boor, and I question if that isn't the extent of your talent.
0: Rage is a pretty good substitute for love, isn't it?
1: Get out of here!
0: Yes, ma'am. Oh, if we should ever need a good man over there, I'll make you an offer.
2: Liza!
1: Hello, Kendall.
2: Darling, where have you been? I've been searching for you all day.
1: I've been to a psychoanalyst. A what? I'd stood just about all I could stand. And then I walked out on him. And I kept walking and walking and walking.
2: Liza, be honest with me, will you? You don't want to marry me. That's true, isn't it?
1: Oh, Kendra, I...
2: There's someone else?
1: No, no, I... I can't explain it to you. I can't explain it even to myself. Kendall, I'm sick.
2: I'm ill. I know you're ill, Eliza, but you're going to be well again. And you haven't the right to trifle with other people's lives, even with this as an excuse.
1: All right, what am I going to do?
2: Stop acting like a child. Don't
1: talk to me like that. I'm fighting as hard as I know how.
2: But I can't stand aside while you proceed to destroy something very important to me.
1: Oh, give me time, Kendall, please.
2: No, that's not facing it honestly.
1: All right, all right. Come back for me in a little while. I'll get through here as soon as I can. But don't push me in a corner, Kendall. It's no use.
2: I'm going to fight too, Liza. I love you. I can't help that, can I? Oh, Mr. Curtis is waiting for you. Something about a dinner engagement?
1: (laughs) Mr. Curtis... Oh, dear, I forgot to call him. I'll send him in. Thank you, Kendall.
0: Looks as if I'm early. Sorry, Miss Elliot.
1: No, no, it's my fault, Mr. Curtis. I've been snowed under. I, I haven't even had a chance to change. Say, you know what? What?
0: Let's go out just as you are. Just as I am? Oh, but you look wonderful. You know, to tell the truth, I was scared stiff I was going to run into a glamour girl.
1: Oh? Well, just the same, I'm going to dress. Now, if you don't mind waiting outside.
0: Hmm?
1: Oh, oh, Sure.
3: You just take your time.
1: Yes? Maggie, do you have those sample dresses from Bergdorf's? Liza? Yes, yeah, sure. Send them right in. I was scared stiff, he said. Scared stiff I was going to run into a glamour girl. Just as I am, he said. He likes me just as I am. Liza Elliott, what's the matter with you? Nothing, darling. I'm just going out with Mr. Curtis. Randy Curtis? I'll show that Dr. Brooks who's afraid. <laughs> I Randy, that in three hours, we've been to six different nightclubs.
0: And we haven't been alone for two minutes.
1: Well, you're a motion picture star. Too many people know you.
0: <laughs> you know I have to laugh. Three years ago, nobody would give me a job. Now I'm in with all the big shots. Writers ask me to read their books. Businessmen ask me about the market. And I even get a chance to meet you.
1: <laughs> Randy, you're very endearing.
0: Liza, Liza, it isn't just this, uh, my being in the movies that made made you come out with me tonight.
1: No, Randy.
0: Oh, well. That's well.
1: I. I really came out to prove something to myself.
0: Do I figure in that something?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, very much. This is new. I was merely existing. This is new. And I'm living at last Head to toe You've got me so I'm spellbound I don't know If I am heaven or hell bound This is new Is it Venus insisting That I'm through shadowy pot
0: Liza, I... I know you've known me only a couple of days, but, well, it doesn't take time to know that a person is the only person you want to be with. From the first time I saw you a year ago, well, well, I'm crazy about you.
1: Randy, I... I'm not very good at this sort of thing.
0: Oh, I know you couldn't feel the way I do. Not yet. But do you think you could think about it? I think so. Oh, gosh. Gosh, Liza, Oh,
4: Randy. Yeah, hello. I thought you went back to the coast. Uh,
0: tomorrow this Miss Liza. Hello.
4: The darling, that's wonderful. So am I. Oh, you know Charlie Johnson?
0: Hi.
4: Good evening, Johnson.
0: Miss Elliot, you look wonderful. Thank you. This is the first time I've ever seen you like this. Actually, like a woman.
4: Now, what does that mean, Charlie? Oh, Randy, I saw Marie yesterday, and is she burned. You really shouldn't be so mean. Come on, will you? Just a second. Excuse me. I'll be back in a minute.
0: Oh, sure, sure. Liza. What? I know you don't like me because I want your job, and I know you don't like her because she wants your man.
1: Randy, what time is it?
0: Why, uh, it's it's early, 11.30
1: 11.30? Oh, I really must go I, I have work to do
0: Work? Well, couldn't you forget it, Liza? Just this once I don't think she could ever forget it, Mr. Curtis
1: Randy, I really must go home
0: Home? I thought it was work What is it, Liza? Are you all right?
1: It's nothing Maybe I'm just, just tired Please, you don't mind oh,
0: Of course not What's the matter, boss lady? Can't you take it? Well, good night all Good night What's he talking about?
1: Nothing Nothing at all Randy, if if you don't mind, I'd like to go home alone.
0: Oh, well, uh, will I see you tomorrow. I'll be leaving you know.
1: Well, call me, won't you?
0: And uh, you'll think about what I said before.
1: Oh, I will. Yes, I think in a way. That's why I'd like to be
2: alone. Thanks, Liza.
5: We'll continue with Act Three of Lady in the Dark. Now here's one of Hollywood's loveliest new faces, Paramount's 18-year-old Mahler English.
7: We're all excited at Paramount, Mr. Cummings, about the nominations for Academy Awards. You know, two of the cast of Comeback Little Sheba, that's a How Wal- Wallace production, have been nominated. First, Shirley Booth, for her dramatic performance opposite Burt Lancaster. Yes,
5: Shirley Booth is a top contender for an Oscar. To add to all the outstanding awards she's already won.
7: And Terry Moore is nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. It's her role with Richard Jekyll that brings honor to Terry. They play the young lovers.
5: With a magnificent cast like that, it's no wonder the film film version of Come Back, Little Sheeper is proving itself
3: every bit as exciting as the stage play.
7: Terry Moore certainly proves she has the talent to take her far in Hollywood.
3: And the beauty, too. That sparkling complexion of hers. You can certainly tell she's a Lux girl.
7: Well, Mr. Carpenter, count me in as a luxe girl, too. I'm devoted to Lux toilet facials. And I can't tell you how much I enjoy Lux in my bath. The lather is really scrumptious.
3: Yes, that satiny white cake of Lux makes your bath a luxurious treat. The lather is so creamy rich, abundant even in hardest water. And you'll find that Lux lather leaves your skin feeling soft, smooth. Gives you a real head-to-toe beauty treatment.
7: I especially like the fragrance of Lux. It's so flower-like. It clings so long and makes you so sure of daintiness.
3: Well, thank you, Marla. And girls, try a Luxe beauty bath tomorrow. Get the generous bath-size Luxe toilet soap. You'll look lovelier, feel lovelier with Luxe in your daily bath. We pause now for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network.
0: And KNX, Columbia Square, Los Angeles.
5: curtain rises on act three of Lady in the Dark, starring Judy Garland as Liza and John Lund as Charlie Johnson. Liza's home again, immersed in a mountain of papers, representing the Easter issue of Allure magazine. But now Liza's yawning. Her eyelids are fluttering, her pencil drops from her fingers, Lila's fast asleep, and presently she dreams a dream.
6: It's true, Miss Elliot. I'm a psychoanalyst, I know. You don't dare compete as a woman, you
2: don't
1: dare. No, no. Liza,
2: I don't expect you to answer now, but do you think you could think about it?
1: I will, I will, Randy.
2: You don't want to marry me. That's true, isn't it?
1: I can't explain it, Kendall. I can't. Oh, please. It's my
2: resignation, boss lady.
0: Now, what about the circus idea? Come on, decide, decide.
1: Decide, decide, decide. Decide on the cover. You've got to. You've got to decide, the Easter cover or the circus cover. The Easter cover or the circus cover. The Easter cover or the circus cover. I'm at the circus. I'm not only at the circus. I'm in the circus. In the cage. I'm in the cage. Hey, let here. Let me out of here.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Johnson. It's Charlie Johnson dressed like a ringmaster.
0: I take pride in introducing for
1: the first time in history the
0: captivating and tantalizing Liza Elliott, the woman who cannot
1: make up her mind.
6: <laughs>
1: Order in the court.
6: The charges against Liza Elliott! What
1: is all this? The charges against me for what? Liza Elliott cannot make up her mind about the Easter cover or the circus cover.
0: Liza Elliott cannot make up her mind whether she is marrying Kendall Nesbitt or not. Liza Elliott cannot make up her mind as to the kind of woman she wants to be, the executive or the enchantress. Therefore, let Liza Elliott be brought to trial and made to make up her mind. I'll be attorney for the prosecution. My worthy opponent? Well, where is he? Introducing that thrilling rider and attorney for the defense, Randy Curtis.
5: Oh Hi-ho silver.
4: Oh.
0: My first witness, Your Honor. Kendall Nesbitt. Here I am. I'm here. What's the question? Mr. Nesbitt, you are divorcing your wife so you can be free to marry the defendant. Isn't that so? Yes, sir. And the defendant led you to believe she'd marry you when, as, and if? Yes, sir. Ha, ha. What do you mean, ha, ha? Trala.
1: the rights of womankind, tra change of mind when a maid gives her heart but does not give her word. How on earth can that maid have betrayed him?
6: Ha ha! You've heard the charges, Miss Elliot. Have you made up your mind about any of these things? No,
1: how can I? Can
6: you give a reasonable explanation? Why not?
1: I can't. I just can't.
6: Stop being evasive.
0: There must be an explanation. Oh,
1: let me alone. Let me alone.
0: You see, Your Honor, the lady wants to be alone.
6: (laughs) Very well. You want to be alone, Miss Elliot, all right. Be alone. Clear the courtroom. Get away from her, everybody. Get away. Wait. Not
1: everyone. Don't everyone leave me. Please, I'll tell you whatever I... Gone. They're all gone. Come back. Come back. Don't leave me here alone. Don't leave me alone. It's getting dark and all misty again. And that music, I don't want to hear it. Who's playing that music? Stop it! Oh, please, stop! Stop! Father! Father? Help me, Father!
2: Liza, what are you talking about? This is Kendall.
1: Father, don't let them play that.
2: I'm not your father. What's the matter with you?
1: Make them stop! Doctor Brooks, please, Miss Elliot, Liza Elliot. What? Oh, would you give him a message, please? Tell him, tell Doctor Brooks that I, I must see him again. I've got to. In the morning. Yes. And thank you. Thank you very much. And I stood there, Dr. Brooks, terrified, pleading for my father. That song all around me, no one would help me. No one. Then the dream ended and I...
6: I woke up. And you think it was the song that upset you so?
1: Yes. It gave me that same feeling of hurt and humiliation I used to have as a child. I called it my bad feeling.
6: Can you remember when you first had this bad feeling
1: yes i was about six years old one night my mother and father were going out some men came to the house to call for them and my father brought me downstairs to meet them
6: <laughs> well
0: here she is everybody here's liza And she's going to sing for you Oh, 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 Helen, surely that's not your child That's what they tell me (laughs) But you're so gorgeous and she's so... uh, uh, Well, what I mean is she doesn't look anything like you Not like Bob either (laughs) I'm
3: perfectly contented with Liza One beauty in the family's enough for me
1: It went on and on like that, Doctor I wanted to shout, it's not true It's not true I am like my mother But I just stood there, my heart broken.
7: Bob, we've simply got to go.
3: But Liza's going to sing, aren't you, dear? Come, darling. My ship has sails that are made of
7: silk. My sheep has sails that are made of silk. The decks are
1: trembling.
2: <laughs> Liza! What's the matter, dear?
3: Liza!
1: I ran to my room. I had to get away from them. From their laughter, I felt ugly and ashamed. A year later, my mother died. My poor father... I'd watch him sitting by himself hour after hour. The only way I knew how to take my mother's place was to try to look like her. So, one evening I got out her blue evening gown. The one he loved the best. The
6: blue gown, I see.
1: At last I thought I was going to be able to do something to
3: please him.
6: Liza, how dare you put
3: on that dress? Take it off at once. (laughs) I had
1: a terrible
3: convulsive
6: shock. Don't ever do that again. Go back to your room. Go back.
1: My father, whom I loved so completely, had turned on me. I never tried to come close to him again. As I grew up, I buried myself in my schoolwork. made up my mind if I couldn't be anything else, I was going to be tops in my class. I never went to parties or dances, except one the graduation party at high school. I'd spent most of the evening wandering up and down the walk outside the gymnasium. And then I discovered I wasn't alone. Ben wasn't dancing either. Ben, who'd been chosen the handsomest boy in the class.
4: What are you doing out here, Liza?
1: I
6: mean, how come you're not dancing?
1: Well, I... (laughs) I had a headache. Oh. It's going away, though.
6: You feel like dancing now?
1: Well, I... Where's Barbara Ben? Barbara. (laughs) We're not even speaking anymore. Honest, Liza, do you think a girl should flirt all the time? Well, I imagine it's pretty difficult for Barbara not to flirt. She's so pretty. You're much nicer than she ever was.
4: Come on, Liza. Let's get back to the gym.
1: Well, if... If you'd like to, Ben. Da, 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 mm. What's that song, Liza? What's a, Oh, that. That's just something I remember. But it's nice. Go on. Sing it, Liza. Oh, Ben. Go on. Well, all right. I, I don't know if I remember it all. Let's see now my ship has sails that are made of silk the decks are trimmed with gold and of jam and spice there's a paradise in the hole my ship's aglow with a million pearls and rubies fill each bin And the sun sits high in a sapphire sky When my ship comes in I can wait the years till it appears One fine day, one spring But the pearls and such They won't mean much if there's missing just one thing I do not care if that day arrives that dream may never be if the ship I sing Doesn't also bring my own true love to me If the ship I see Doesn't also bring my own
6: Pretty Liza. <laughs> Liza. Hmm? Look at me.
1: Why, Ben. Why, you kissed me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, Ben. But I guess we'd better hurry up if we want to get that dance.
4: Yeah.
6: That was quite a conquest, Miss Elliot. The handsomest boy in the class.
1: Don't be silly, Dr. Brooks. Hmm? Yeah? As soon as we reached the gym, there was Barbara, wide-eyed and smiling. He took one look at her, and that's the last I saw of Ben.
6: Well, there certainly are a lot of pieces. Suppose I try to put them together. As a little girl, you convince yourself you're ugly, decidedly inferior. So you build a wall around yourself. As an older girl, you drop your defenses for one crucial moment, receive another cruel blow, and withdraw forever after as a woman...
1: Uh, Doctor, what does that mean, withdraw as a woman?
6: You resolved never again to risk being hurt and competing against other women. You buried all your painful memories and with them that little song which expresses the fulfillment of love. You escaped in a loveless world of work.
1: But it wasn't loveless. I loved Kendall Nesbitt.
6: No, Miss Elliot. You dominated him. Just as you've attempted to dominate all men.
1: All right, what's the answer?
6: Perhaps a man who'll dominate you.
1: It's oh, so silly, isn't it? That a grown woman should be governed by the desperate desires of childhood.
6: Do you agree with me?
1: Well, I I feel better. Lots better. Do
6: you agree with me?
1: I don't know. I I, I don't know. Liza, can I come in? Maggie, of course. Good morning. Well, where is he? Foster told me that Randy Curtis was in here. Oh, he just stepped out to telephone. Hmm. Hollywood's been paging him for hours. Oh, stop looking at me like an owl, Maggie. I just happened to run into him on the street after I left the doctor's office. Well, well, well. Yes, and I'm very glad I did. He, he's asked me to marry him. Liza. And you may not suspect it, Maggie, but Randy's a very domineering young man. So... I'm giving up the magazine, and I'm giving up hiding and running away. When did you
2: ever run away? Oh,
1: lots of times. Only now I know why I ran. I wanted someone to lean on to take care of me. Oh, Maggie, be happy for me, please. I, I think I've found the answer. Darling, I am happy for you. Thank you. you. <laughs> but uh, while you're still the boss, there are a few things I'd like you to okay. Uh, just bring them in. Right away. Whoops!
2: Uh, you Hello, Maggie. Hello.
1: <laughs> Kendall, come in.
2: Well, Liza, this is it, isn't it? Between us, I mean.
1: Yes,
6: Kendall.
2: I guess I've known it for a long time. Well, maybe this is the best way. Only I'm oh, afraid Hayes. I'll never...
1: Mr. Curtis is through with his call. Kendall,
2: Send him in, Miss Foster. Liza, Liza, I've got great news. They want me to form my own producing unit. Make me the
0: boss. Stories, productions, profits, everything.
1: Oh, why, that sounds wonderful, Randy. I don't know anything about the picture no, business. No, it's but...
0: simple, darling. It just means that you'll still be the boss. The boss? You'll be in back of me. I mean, well, if you'd be willing to take charge of everything, just like you are here, well, I'd tell them yes in a minute. Would you do it, Liza? Well, Randy, I. Oh, I can't tell you what it means to me, knowing that I can be running to you for the rest of my life.
1: The rest of your life? Now,
0: just one kiss and I'll get out. Oh, I'll be back, though. Oh, gosh. Thanks, Liza.
1: Thank you, Randy. And, and thank you for telling me.
2: Be back at five. Oh, hello, Mr. Curtis. Yeah. Liza, I demand a showdown, an immediate showdown. Do you realize what Johnson's done to me? He deliberately took my color plate... Russell, and... not now. Not now, not now. What am I supposed to do to get some attention around here? Bleed in front of you?
0: Russell, the dog department wants to see you.
2: Oh, that's good, that's
6: fine. Really, I could spit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Fooey! <laughs>
0: I'm supposed to apologize to you, Eliza, for what I said the other day. Who said so? Maggie. She's a hard woman, Maggie.
1: All right, Johnson, put him up. This is a kid's last fight.
0: But I've been thinking it over and I've decided I'm not going to apologize. I know I've been pretty rotten to you, Eliza, and I've kicked myself for it afterwards, but there's always been that secret battle between us and I've always had to win it because, well, because I'm me, I guess.
1: Johnson, I'm I I'm not
0: finished. I just wanted you to know that in spite of all your shenanigans, I think you're fine. Oh, I turned in the Hattie Carnegie layout to Paxton, so I guess that washes me up.
1: Johnson, or Charlie, if I may, do me a favor. Give me back my paperweight and stay, will you? What? Look, I know all your reasons for wanting to leave, but it seems as though I'm, I'm getting a divorce from myself. And I think you ought to stick around and see the fun. What do you say?
0: Sorry, but I'm sure it wouldn't work.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Well, well, look, why don't we run the magazine together? After a while, I might even step aside. Well, that is, if you don't get too drunk with power.
0: You mean that, Liza?
1: Yes, I, I, I want you to stay very, very much.
0: You got a minute? Here, now look at our format. The first thing I want to change is the format. You got a layout?
1: A layout? Yeah, on the desk here.
0: Now, look. Instead of having the name on top... Yes. Why not put it over here? All
1: right. Wait just a minute. Maggie! Come here. I want you to see something. Coming. Charlie, we can't get this issue ready for Easter. Sure we can.
0: I got a dummy issue in my office. I'll be right back. Be nice to me, Maggie. I'm your boss now.
1: Would you mind telling me what the devil goes on around here? Maggie, I almost made a great mistake. I almost twisted up my whole life all over again. You did, huh? I might have married Randy Curtis... I thought he was a refuge, a tower of strength. Well, you know the parts he plays. Hmm? But do you know what, Maggie? He needs what Kendall needed. A mother, not a wife. But, but but, you just said... Maggie, I don't think you're going to have any worry about your Liza anymore. I think I'm going to be all right. Now, go on, get out of here. Well, i Excuse me,
0: mag. G- well, here it is. You see what I mean? You see what it does to the whole magazine? Yeah,
1: yeah. Now, just let me sit down. No, here, I better
0: right? sit down. <laughs> yeah, let me oh! sit... What are you doing down there?
1: Just having a few laps.
0: Well, get up, get up. Now, look. We put the ads back here, see? Uh, yeah. And the color section up in front. Now, what about that? Sure, Uh, it sounds dangerous, but it could be great.
1: Oh, well... Well, go on. What did you say? I said, go on and... and do what you were going to do.
0: Really?
2: Well, well,
1: sure...
0: Baby, I've been waiting to do this for years.
2: Eliza, I, uh... Well, this is the end. The absolute end!
5: In a moment, our stars will return. But now here's Ken Carpenter.
3: Chlorodent toothpaste does more to give you a clean, fresh mouth than any other dentifrice. And now here is proof that Chlorodent gives you a healthier mouth, too. In the interest of child health, Chlorodent was tested under the supervision of dentists at Father Flanagan's famous Boys Town. In this research, Chlorodent and a fine white toothpaste were used regularly by different groups of youngsters. And in just 60 days, dentists found that three-fourths of the boys using Chlorodent showed dramatic improvement in mouth health. Chlorodent was proved twice as effective as the fine white toothpaste, a common mouth ailment. And that's another reason why Lever Brothers Company unconditionally guarantees that Chlorodent does more for you than any other toothpaste, white, ammoniated, or chlorophyll, to give you a clean, fresh, healthy mouth make sure you get the toothpaste used in this boy's town research, chlorodent. Now, here's Mr. Cummings with our stars.
5: And we want to thank them for such a wonderful evening, Judy Garland and John Ludd. Well, Judy, it looks like your ship has come in with Sid and those two lovely little Lux girls you have at home. I hope they were listening.
1: Well, I'm sure Liza was. My Liza, that is, not Liza Elliott. <laughs> Lorna's only three months old, but I'm going to see that they're both Lux girls. Lux is a wonderful complexion care.
5: That it is. John, I suppose Paramount is bursting with pride over their new Technicolor picture, the stars are singing.
1: I hear Rosemary Clooney is simply wonderful in it.
5: Well, that's great praise from you, Judy. And how about those two other wonderful singing stars in the picture? Anna Maria Alberghetti and Loritz Melchior.
0: Yes, Paramount's always been a leader in presenting fine talent Two of its latest stars have won Academy Award nominations Must be quite a thrill to receive a nomination
1: Well, it's even more thrilling to receive an Academy Award without being nominated
0: (laughs) Uh, Would you mind
5: uh, unraveling that sentence? Don't you remember, John? Judy received a special Academy Award one year for being the outstanding juvenile
0: Oh, yeah, sure I'll bet her performance in The Wizard of Oz had something to do with it. And what a swell-deserved
5: award. No one has ever forgotten Judy's singing of Over the Rainbow.
1: Well, many thanks for those kind words. But how about a few words for next week's show?
5: More singing, Judy. It's a tuneful, joyous comedy from the studios of 20th Century Fox. You're my everything. And as our stars, we will have one of our best dramatic actors, who also is a celebrated song and dance man. Dan Daly. And as his co-star, truly one of the loveliest girls in Hollywood, Jean Crane.
0: Sounds great, Irving.
5: Good night.
1: Good night. Good night,
5: and you. Want to
4: save money on nylons? Here's a special offer from Lux Flakes. Now Lux makes it possible for you to get sheer first quality Canon Nylons for only 65 cents a pair. Only 65 cents and one Lux Flakes box top. These first quality Nylons usually sell for $1 and a quarter. They're 51 gauge 15 denier in the new fashion color Woodlight Beige. Order several pairs.
3: Here's all you do. Write down your stocking size and length short, medium or long. And send along with 65 cents and one Lux box top for each pair you want to Nylons, Box 33, Albemarle, North Carolina. That's Nylons, Box 33, Albemarle, A-L-B-E-M-A-R-L-E, North Carolina. But hurry, offer expires April 30th. And remember, give these sheer nylons, all nylons, safe Lux flakes care. Get extra stocking wear. Offer good only in continental United States, Alaska, and Hawaii.
5: Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux toilet soap, invite you to be with us again next Monday evening, when the Lux Radio Theater presents Dan Daly and Jean Crane in Your My Everything. This is Irving Cummings saying good night to you from Hollywood.
3: their sleeves these days to be blood donors because giving blood is easy, painless, and doesn't take much time. The wonderful feeling of having contributed to the well-being of a fellow man, perhaps saved his life, compensates a hundredfold for the time spent. Heard in our cast tonight were Stephen Dunn as Randy Curtis, Herb Butterfield as Dr. Brooks, Verna Felton as Maggie, Joe Kearns as Russell, Herbert Deans as Kendall, Doris Singleton as Foster, and Bill Johnstone, Yvonne Patey, Gene Wood, Eddie Firestone, Issa Ashdown, and Eddie Marr. Our radio play was adapted by S.H. Barnett, our music adapted and directed by Rudy Schrager. Now, let's listen to a familiar voice. Hi there, my name's Art Linkletter. You know, every day I get letters...